Welcome to Growing the Good. I'm Dave Casper, head of BMO's North American commercial banking business. We're working with our customers to help them through this incredibly volatile time. They're stepping up in so many ways, helping to keep commerce moving and keep people safe. I have the pleasure of speaking with a number of CEOs running businesses in a variety of industries, hearing their personal stories about the challenges they're facing and some of the very innovative ways they've adapted in these uncertain times. Today I'm speaking with Joel Nelson, President and CEO of Life Care Services out of Des Moines, Iowa. So Joel, thanks again for joining. I really appreciate it. Life Care Services is one of the largest senior living companies in the United States. But for our audience, can you give a little more description about the business you do and the types of services you provide? Certainly, Dave. And um, and as you state, we are a, a very large company in the in the senior living space, and to date are the second largest operator. But but what's what's more interesting about the company is, you know, we're approaching our 50-year mark, so we have a long history. Uh, the company is employee-owned and is solely senior-centric. So. What I mean by that is we have a family of six companies, and all we do is get up every morning to think how we can serve and care for the seniors that, that live in our communities or are considering one of our communities as their future home. So in those six companies, we really try to cover the gamut of development. Uh, we have a development company that develops new senior living communities, repositions senior living communities, uh, expansions, and, and so forth. And then we have a management company that, that oversees what the industry would refer to the rental, retirement, or senior living communities. We have a real estate company, and we have a procurement company that helps assist the management and the development to bring efficiencies to those, those communities that we serve. And then in times like uh, what we're experiencing here today with, with the pandemic, we're real blessed and thankful for having a, a risk management and insurance company. And then lastly, uh, within the family of six, we have a home health company, and that is, is playing into the increase and in expanded services through home health with the pandemic, with, with all of the telehealth that's uh, needed uh, during these times where, where we're not always able to have face-to-face -face care. When we think about it, your facilities, the residents in your facilities are probably the most vulnerable age group around. Tell us what you've done. Tell us what's going on across all the communities to keep everybody safer. Yeah, that's a that's a great question, Dave. And and uh, the list is long. And if I if, if I said it very short and succinctly, I think we've we've probably touched on reinventing almost every single area of where we touch and serve the seniors and and where we uh, we employ and train and develop you know, over 30,000 employees within our portfolio. But with this recent situation in the pandemic, it is, we're in a, in a vulnerable age bracket, but, but we also have, you know, all the employees that, that have to take and require an extra layer of precaution and, and, and safety. And so, you know, back in February, when we heard this was forthcoming, it literally required a pivot in almost every area of service and delivery. The social interaction is so important. How are you being flexible to 
make sure that the seniors, where they have some social interaction and communication with their loved ones, especially those that don't live there, what what are you doing that may or may not be different than others? At LCS, I'm, I'm most proud, I, I think, of just the, tr- the, the approach to transparency and communication that we've had with those residents and their families, their loved ones and their friends, et cetera. But deploying new, new uh, means of technology certainly has been part of it. Whether, you know, we've, we've, we've had, and many of us in the, in the work world today, and we're on Zoom calls every day, but there's been a whole new training curriculum on getting the residents connected, not only with their families, but our, but our staff as well. And, and so I think uh, along those lines, we've continued to look for ways, and, and I'll give you an example that's, that's very current, as we recognize it's probably not in the best interest of the families and all of our residents to have the big Thanksgiving and holiday dinners and parties that we have in all of our communities uh, with everybody there. But there may be an approach. Uh, our approach is, is, is Thanksgiving may not be on Thanksgiving Day for certain families, but if we can, if we can accommodate those families and limited and have have those activities throughout the day, multiple days forward, before and after Thanksgiving, it doesn't miss the the event in its entirety. The one thing we are blessed with in our communities, we might have in excess of 500 residents out of one community. What comes with that is the good and the bad. It's a lot more common space and a lot more infection control, but it also allows us to social distance in those large common areas that some of the uh, the smaller communities just simply may not have the the extra space to be able to accommodate. So those are really kind of the, the areas. I think as we're evolving into this phase, the more testing we have available, the more fr- freedom we'll have with, with opening up. Because if we can get rapid testing results and we know we're in a COVID-free environment, it allows great greater you know flow through the communities with, with guests and family members and, and staff. But uh, the one people like the most, uh, Dave, is uh, we went from several dining uh, venues. We'll typically have two to three restaurants in a, in a community to uh, putting all of that on wheels, including the bar. You know, every day those meals were delivered to the residents with the full full services if if they chose to participate in a and 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 choose to uh, have a have a cocktail or a glass of wine with their dinner uh, that evening, that was, that was also made available to them. So it's, it's creativity and keeping the positive connection between our, our staff and our residents is really what's made the difference. Drinks on wheels always make the meals taste better, I've noticed, at least in our house. <laughs> yeah. Joel, I really appreciate hearing your story and the work that Life Care Services is doing to better serve seniors and their families. Thanks again for your time. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Growing the Good. I hope you'll join me again for another conversation. Until then, stay safe.